Alright. Okay, I did not hear anything that you just said. I heard it. I wasn't meant to play. <laughs> Very distressed by it. <laughs> I was distraught. Oh. Anyway, hello everyone. You might hello. find that we've sound a little bit differently tonight. Yeah, and you might find that I'm going to have chair noises because Chips just started the podcast while I'm in a compromising position on my chair. And so, well, that's sorry not, about the creaks in advance. That's not my fault. Also, you can't blame me for that. You're the one who sat in that chair. You chose this life. I wasn't ready to begin. Yeah, I heard that by the no, but I decided to ignore you because it's already 9.12 and we said we'd start at 8.30. What are you complaining about? It's not even... It's 7.30 where you are. No, it's not. It's... It's My watch is upside down. It's this time. What's the time? 8.12. Don't show the listener. Well, I wasn't showing... I was showing you guys. You're listening to me. You'd have the ability to read time of... Anyway, hello, Your video is currently made up of 10 pixels. It is chips. (laughs) And a very judgmental mirror. And mana. When am I not judgmental? That's, yeah, that's my true. whole personality. Yeah, if we had to, we have to assign each person to like one of those personalities, like in the, Mine's I don't know, the Voice, where they have the different judges. You'd definitely be the judgy, the judgy judge. The I'm Simon, Simon Cowell. Simon Cowell. <laughs> I'm the nice guest judge who occasionally comes on. I'm the MC. And who doesn't really have. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't really have any credentials to my name, but, like, I still come on and be like, yeah, I've had one hit song and I think you're decent. Yeah. <laughs> you know, good on you for trying. You really came out here and gave your yeah, heart and soul. Yeah. No, we need, we need people like that. It's, it's important. So, so, what are we drinking tonight, my friends? I'm having lemon ginger tea right now, but I might have something more later, more alcoholic Excuse later. Me. Um, I am having water because I'm in far north Queensland and it's very fucking hot and we're currently in an alcohol band in the house. So, you know. Yeah. Tis what tis. Mm. Stay hydrated. How about you, Mira? I am drinking ouzo. Ouzo. Um, it's a quite high strength because I think it's a Orpah's special kind of thing. So like a what? A, a grandfather's special. What does that mean? Um, all grandfathers are special. Your grandfather they? made it? No, a grandfather made it, and uh, grandfathers don't n- make things to standard. Is basically what I'm trying to get at here. So grandfathers don't fair. dilute things; they Dude, give that's it actually, to you that's, strong that's and harsh. Valid. That's actually valid and fair. That's what my granddad. My granddad makes um, rum, and it's like sixty percent. It's not supposed to be. We don't talk about it. <laughs> well, sixty percent rum is good rum. It's not my fault. We live in a fucking. Oh, <gasps> um, it's called moonshine. Moonshine for a reason, baby. Well, uh, yeah, I want to see the moonshine. I don't want to fucking uh, like. <laughs> You know, your, your face will shine like the moon by the end of the night. That's the whole bloody point. Um, I'm gonna touch the microphone briefly, so. Ah, my ears! I can't believe you touched the microphone. 
absolutely distraught. I didn't make any noises at all, you bitch. Oh, that was harsh. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow, that was a bit harsh. Wow. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I don't know what got into me tonight. I'm just feeling a bit like I want to act out. I think it's because I've been taking care of these dogs and they're really naughty. I missed the last bit of that. Your microphone cut out. What? Yeah. So we were, we've were we been looking after some dogs for I really want to be there for the dogs. Yeah. Um, and they are very energetic. And it's just got Mira acting a bit. Because she's been infected by their energy, I think. I've been infected by dog. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. How does Ushuk feel about like, this? Like, Ushuk's... Ushok's out here just um, walking along the ground, sniffing things, but dogs are a whole different, whole different matter. Yeah, I rearranged my room, which yeah. is why Ushok's so distressed. She's not, she's not happy with the new arrangement. She'll get used to it because she had a lovely little perch in the old arrangement that she no longer has. Um, oh, yeah, but she'll find another one. She'll make herself another one. No, the thing is, I made the last one oh. on the top of the shelf. And now she doesn't have the top of the shelf and she's forced to sleep in the same bed as me, Aww. her mother. <laughs> <laughs> I just oh, slapped a What a nightmare. Arm, in case anybody was wondering what that little slap noise was. Schmack, schmack. <laughs> there was a term on my the arm. Um, sorry to disrupt the... I mean, I think your room looks, looks nice this way, though. There's a lot more light coming in from the window, or, or it feels. Yeah, um, exactly. And, like... I did that because of that tree. The tree. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, the tree. We don't need sound The effects, tree that's me. growing there, it's, uh, it's, it's a deciduous tree. So <laughs> when I first moved into this room, it was... This isn't very interesting, I'm going to be honest. Let's move on. <laughs> um, does anybody have any stories? Stories. Oh. Oh, Chips, I you mean, have a really good story. I mean, I have well, the crime that was committed against me. <laughs> so, um, to get to Far North Queensland from Canberra, you do need to take a flight at least, at least one. Oh, I mean, you could drive. Mm. I have done that before. It's like a 32-hour drive. Wouldn't not recommend it. Um, anyway, so I took two flights. One of them was from Canberra to Brisbane. Then the next one was from Brisbane to Townsville. On my first flight, actually both of them were eventful, but for different reasons. The second one was, was eventful for like just the funniest shit. The first flight, I sit, there's very, very few people on this flight. Like the plane is not half full, less than half full, less half. Yeah, the Canberra, the Canberra planes are just empty at the moment. Mm. Like when I flew to Melbourne, it was also like less than half. Mm. I think it's just because people probably mm. go to Sydney or something to fly or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, just makes more sense because maybe flights are cheaper. But I mean, this flight was, was ah, wasn't. I don't think it was that much more expensive when I booked it, which is why I booked it. Otherwise, I probably would have gone to Sydney anyway. So, I'm sitting in my seat, you know, in 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 my 15C seat. Uh, no, 16C. Sorry, um, and. It's a Qantas flight, which, which I don't mm. know if that's important. Like, maybe I shouldn't dox this. It was a massive. Ooh, it was a massive airline, um, <laughs> and these two people come towards me, and they they're looking at the thing, and they're counting the row numbers, etc., etc. And then they see the row number, they look at me, they look back at their ticket, and they look back at me, and their face like falls, like the the old man who's in front of me, his face like falls, and is like, "What the heck is happening right now?" 
Like something's oh. gone wrong. That's just that's just the, the look on his face. Um, <clears throat> so then he kind of turns around to his wife, and they have like a bit of a discussion. I have my headphones on at this point, um, not playing any music, just on. And so I'm kind of just like I just pretend that I can't hear them because I can't hear them at this point. But they say something because as they get closer, they say something like I didn't know that we were going to be sitting next to some undesirables on this flight. <gasps> and I was like, I, so because I had my headphones on and I was like, you know, maybe benefit of the doubt, they pro- they might've just said, you know, next to other patrons or anything. Like I was just like, maybe they're not this person that I think that they are, that I've, that I think mm. that I've heard. Just gaslighting myself. So I'm like, okay. Anyway. Um, mm. So then, you know, they, I'm kind of like smiling with my eyes, with my mask on, you know, trying to be like, oh, you're sitting next to me, you know, I'll get up for you, and, like, nothing. Nothing's received, there's no reciprocity here, and I'm kind of like, oh, this is gonna be yikes. Anyway, so they sit down, and then they're talking to each other, and I still don't have any music, my headphones are still on, um, and I just hear them talking, and they're just like, you know, oh, there's so much space on this plane, you know, you would have thought that they would have been able to spread us out, etc, etc, all this, like, you know, COVID stuff. Um, mm. especially, especially because we don't know where this one's been or where she's from. And I was like, whoa, okay, cool, cool, sweet, sweet, sweet. Um, mm. <laughs> just, you know, just, just, just getting some more like things. I, I, I almost start playing my music at this point because I'm just like, okay, well, I guess there's not really much point in listening to this. But then they hail down an air hostess and they're like hey like can we change seats because you know we don't really want to be sitting next to this uh, a potential carrier you know we, we you know we're just a bit <gasps> uncertain you know where they're kind of like you know what what's what's happening with them sort of thing basically saying what they said before but less intense to this lady and this lady kind of like looks at me and looks at them and like says oh i'm like so so like we can figure it out once we're in the air and looks back at me and like kind of it's just like, I'm sorry, with her eyes. And I can see her just being <laughs> yeah. like, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> um, and I'm like, <laughs> sweet. Um, and then they hail down another air hostess. And they have the same exact conversation. And I'm just there kind of like, I don't really know what to do right now. Like, I feel, uh, do, do, should I just say something? Do I, do I, like, what do I do? Anyway, so I don't do anything. <clears throat> I just continue to exist. Um, existence is my protest. And... This air hostess, the second air hostess says exactly the same thing <laughs> and then once we're in the air the first air hostess comes to me and she's like hi like you know I'm, I'm so sorry is it okay you know like would you like to move and I'm kind of just like at this point you know what sure like uh, fine I, I, I don't really so I kind of I don't think that she meant like I thought she just meant move out of the way but she actually meant move seats so that she moved me mm. to a full aisle that was just like clear um, and yeah. and like, I don't know. She when she gave me the in-flight snack sandwich, she again was just like, "Thank you so much for doing that." And I was like, uh-huh, "What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? Say no? No, I want to be next mm. to these people for the rest of the flight. I'm gonna cough a few times just no, to make you, sure." Yeah, you should have just been like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, I might want to be next to these people." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I walked past them on the way out, and I was mm. just. I don't know, I was just kind of tempted to, to cough on them, but I didn't. I didn't. It was all mm. on my Instagram story, but, um, yes, that was, that was fun. But the second flight, the second flight, we're in the air, and this, this massive cicada sound starts happening, and I'm just thinking, oh, it's probably somebody's phone or something. But then this lady starts, like, screaming. <laughs> There's a ginormous, like, Christmas beetle on her hair, 
as we're like in um. the air and I'm like what the fuck this poor Christmas beetle will now have been relocated like 11,000 <laughs> kilometers 1100 1100 no. kilometers away from its home the poor beetle oh, oh no. no it was pretty funny though like it wasn't it wouldn't have been funny to be her but that was I'm sure mm. that Christmas beetle was probably gonna die <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Well, I mean, Christmas beetles don't live long anyway, so you know. But good, also, good they riddance. are endangered. Yeah, I like Christmas. I are... love Christmas beetles. They're so pretty. I mean, probably not like so in the middle of a flight while you're like thirty thousand feet in the air. <laughs> you just. I mean, I think the shock of it would be worse than the actual beetle itself. Because every time I've gotten freaked out by a beetle or something in the yeah, like the garden. Mm. It's usually just because it comes out of nowhere and I'm like, ah! Versus, <laughs> like, I actually think the beetle itself is scary. So. I think this was, like, kind of, like, clawing at her hair. So I think she, like... Because they have, like, little claws on their fingers, on their arms. Oh. Which, like, mm. it, was, it was probably, like, squished behind her for a bit part of the flight, which is why it wasn't oh. heard. And then it kind of got into a place where it was like... Oh. And it was like, please help was me! Like... And then she was oh, like... No. And then the air hostess was like, hello? <laughs> yeah. Hello? Yeah. What is happening back here? Oh, that's terrifying. But I didn't like that polite air hostess yeah, voice, yeah. which is like... Hello, what is happening back yeah. here? Yeah. Wow, Mana, you should be an air hostess. <laughs> I've got the smile. Mm. Wow, that's crazy. I I have never had something so exciting happen. Well, actually, in saying that, <laughs> I got on a plane once, um, and this was Ryanair, for listeners who are aware of what Ryanair is. It is... Um, the most horrible of all budget airlines you could possibly imagine. But <laughs> I get on this airline that. and they're literally taping a hole shut on the wing. What? Like with duct tape. <gasps> and oh I was just gosh. like... Did you still take I feel that flight? so safe. Yeah, I was <laughs> strapped in and ready to go. The doors were shut. There was no getting off this plane. I was just like... Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> I'm glad you survived. Like... Yeah, I'm glad I'm here to tell the tale. Holy shit. <laughs> That's so scary. That's but Ryan has the kind of, um, it's the kind of airline that will give you like five dollar flights if you get it on the right day. Oh. If you're like, I don't know where I want to go, and then you get a five dollar flight $5. from like Lebanon to Cyprus. Oh, I was gonna say this doesn't kind sound of Australian. Thing. No, 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 no. This is in Europe. Yeah, that sounds. Oh, like okay. Fun. Um. Yeah, fun is a word you could use. Because they literally, like, this is the airline that invented budget airlines. Mm. I think. Don't we quote me on that. Um, <laughs> we invented budget. We invented cheap budget flying. Airlines. No, genuinely. And, like, so, like, it's the first airline to, like, charge extra to have baggage kind of thing. Um, mm. And all of that jazz. And, like, the way they treat you on that plane, you really feel it. Um, <laughs> you really feel how cheap this is. Yeah. I mean, fair enough. Um, They're just one step away from like slapping you away. Yeah, no, literally. Like you, you walk asleep. on the flight and they spit on you. They spit on you with contempt. They're just like, <laughs> you're flying this plane. <laughs> and I'm like, eh, I'm sorry. 
Not to say that any other airline in, in Europe is better, because they're all like that now, because of the way that Ryanair has dominated the market. I mean, fair enough. Um, if they're cheap. Well, yeah, they're cheap, and all the flights are like half an hour long, because it's Europe. Um, yeah, that's true. So, what's the fucking point of spending on luxury? Unless you're extremely rich, in which case there is a lot of point to spend on luxury, and so those airlines exist, but they're completely out of that's just grasp of jets, anybody who's uh, human. That's just private jet Mm-mm. work. Everybody just has their own landing strip. Um, can you turn off your video, by the way? My video? Your connection's not strong enough. Yeah. Oh. You've you've been glitching for a while. Yeah. You sound like a don't robot. See me. No, we do. I but... do want to see you. No, it's fine. I just, I, I want to hear no, your beautiful it's voice. It's fine. I get it. I get it. I'm going to turn for our video as well. Yeah. Oh, bye. bye. Ah, there we go. Now I can focus exclusively on the microphone. I guess it makes sense yeah, to do it without video because we probably are, will be better at Hello, it. dear listener. <laughs> <laughs> you just that? pushed my knee right into the corner of the table. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mira just like, leaned close to the microphone to speak into it and my knee was up there against the side of the table mm. and Mira just put her knee on mine pushing mine further in and it was a lot of pressure <laughs> i don't do well under pressure actually uh, no idea. you need to drink more milk oh jesus christ this chair is so loud i'm so sorry dear listener creaky i'm gonna lean back because it seems to be the only place where it doesn't creak i gotta is that gonna I gotta... be bad for your back what? what is that gonna be bad for your back yeah probably <laughs> but those are the things that i do for the listener <laughs> <laughs> this podcast brought to you by Mira's bad back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, crikey. I have oh. acquired some random new followers from um, Instagram, and I don't know oh. where from. Are they, like, Bitcoin bros? No, I think they're just, like... Um, there might be a cat in the recording right now, because she's currently... Patrolling the desk. <laughs> she, no, no, no. Aren't you? Uh, it's, I think it's just from the reel that I did. That oh. reel. That was crazy. We did it. Alright, maybe we did these Instagram reels, reels is like, where, the, where we should go. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we should. Me and Chips TikTok. both did an Instagram reel about which Disney princess we were. And we suspect that the. <laughs> algorithm is racist. The, the filter. Mm. Yeah, because Chip's got Mulan and I got Jasmine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, to the point of the podcast. Yes. Wow, we're which, finally no, actually getting to the point. Yeah, like, I, I don't believe. have anything to add to this story about which Disney princess are you, because I wasn't tagged in it. Um, <laughs> which Disney princess are Oh, I? yeah, shoot. <laughs> which Disney, Disney princess am I? Oh, Probably. I'll send it to you. Ursula. Ursula. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so not... the witch <laughs> that's no. not a disney princess that's a disney queen maybe Wait, maleficent i feel like i have maleficent energy but i do like maleficent a lot you have the cheekbones for it how do Thank i you. send why am my voice so quiet and not so loud it's so loud anyway i don't know 
Now I don't know, know what's going on. I'm just trying to keep it nice and loud, but also quiet, but also loud so that you can hear me, listener. And I don't know we need balance, time. but we also don't want to overwhelm your little ears. I don't know. Can you tell that the Uzo is 50%? Because I'm finished. <laughs> <laughs> you finished the Uzo? And I couldn't find the, the, the shot glass, so I couldn't tell how much I was putting in there. Oh my yeah, God. I That's think it. the Uzo is kicking in, probably. Crikey. Um... What am I looking for? Instagram? Are you sending yeah, it to I me now? Yeah, I tagged it. I tagged you in it. I don't know how to send it to you. Oh, what does that mean? There Just look at your tag. I have 66 likes. How crazy. 66 oh now? God, Amazing. So you just click on that little thingamabob. And then you can say, use effect. Alright, I'm going to use effect. So now... That's my feet. Alright. So we're doing the Witch Disney Princess Quiz IU on Instagram for Mira, because mm. they've not done it yet. Yeah. We didn't take them. You have to, like, hold it down. You have to record it. Yeah, I am. I'm not a fucking idiot. Jesus. Okay, well, no need to be so aggressive. If we should start a reel, if anybody would, who's listening would start, would listen, would watch our reels. Why am I doing this during the podcast? Anyway, we have an entertaining to do. Um, <laughs> the entertaining is learning about. <laughs> I'm so. What Disney princess like, you are? <laughs> I'm yeah. being quite affected by this alcohol. Alcohol, right yeah. Alcohol. Yeah, it um, sounds like it. <laughs> so. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. What date has just passed? The twenty sixth of January. That's the one. Uh, invasion Day for those of you who are not aware, or some would say also Aboriginal Sovereignty Day, mm. uh, because it's the date that the tent embassy was established in nineteen seventy six. I'm gonna say, but again, don't quote me on that because uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm gonna quote you on that. What did you say? You can okay. go look it up. Like, you can go fact check us. And when you go fact check us, you can also do more research. Exactly. And learn these things for yourself. So, actually, what I'm doing is a service. Um, <laughs> I yeah. retract that statement. That's a joke for legal purposes. <laughs> Jesus. Um, we're just saying we're encouraging your critical thinking. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, I've attended every invasion day protest rally whatever you call it for the last three years at least um before then i can't remember anything so maybe i went to the ones before that maybe not i couldn't tell you mm. um but uh it was pretty good this year i was quite happy with it it felt like a much more pleasant event it felt like a much more pleasant event for first nations people to be at um, I mean, of course, as saying this as a, like, a settler in the settler colonial society, like, mm. um, my voice is, of course, meant to be taken for granted. Mm. Uh, if you want to learn stuff, please seek out First Nations voices. I can tell you to go read Aileen Morton Robinson's books. They're really good and in-depth. Um, for, uh more simple stuff go on tiktok it's pretty easy to find these people i've just forgotten all of their usernames currently um i do love them although mm. um they're really good um 
if you want something in the middle, read, uh, read, what's his face? Bruce Pascoe, uh, Dark Emu. Anyway. Mm. That's such that, a that's cool the name for homework. Or whatever. Dark uh, that's good homework. Dark Emu. It's a very good, very good book. Um, but yeah, no, um, it was the 50th anniversary of the Tent Embassy. For those of you who don't know, the Tent Embassy um, is the way that in that um, Indigenous people have been protesting uh, the settler regime in this country um, for the last 50 years. Mm-hmm. Wait, it's 1972. It's got to be because it's the 50th anniversary. There you oh, go. Oh, yeah, Matt. <laughs> Matt. Um, sorry. Um, it's 1972. Um, and you said you couldn't do maths today. <laughs> yeah, well, I've been working on it. I've been working on it. Um, but yeah, so 1972. Uh, yeah, so 50th anniversary today. There was a lot of cool stuff. There was a march from the city to... Uh, the tent embassy. We hung out at the tent embassy uh, mm. for uh, most of the day. I got the most fucking awful sunburn that I've had in oh. a long time. Oh, uh, it is! It is bad. Yeah. It is absolutely terrible. The like I've seen for a while. Yeah, and it's just uh, like I did I had not a know someone. Could, yeah, I did I not know someone could go red. that red. Well, just, well, we don't need a like, belabor the fact that I am um, about as white as they come. Um, (laughs) That I have those beautiful Scottish jeans that give me, uh, like, translucent skin. Um, (laughs) Oh, my God. But it it was, like, all over, like, your back. But particularly, there was just a stripe across the lower Mm. back that was, like, bright red. It was really bad. And, And I cycled back with my friend and she didn't even tell me. Yeah, that's rough. You Yana, this is for you. You looked super. I'm gonna dox you right oh, now. Oh no, you're doxing. The- okay. But that's right. not what doxing is, because you know there are thousands of Yonas out there. Maybe, maybe even tens. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe even five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh. But that was it was really you... good. Like there were there were speeches from the elders who were there. There were speeches from people who had um, been there at the very first tent embassy. Wow. I love hearing the speeches. Um, I wish I could have gone. But yeah, it was really I good. Was um, unable to. There was no well, to my knowledge at least, I didn't stay for the whole thing. But there was no white uh, white lady in tears taking the microphone and being like, "As a white lady, <laughs> as a white lady." I am appalled at the state of this oh. country. Well, yeah, that was the other um, protest that we went to last year. Well, that yeah, that was the invasion day last year. It was like that, which oh, was just like yikes. Yeah, yikes indeed. Um, but I hate white woman tears. Like I think I was mm. talking to you about this and how I, in high school, I just I didn't know that was the term for it. But there were these girls who very much served white woman tears. They very much were giving white woman tears. Mm, as the, and the Jen said say. They were giving white woman tears. And <laughs> it was... And I just... I couldn't, like, explain why I hated them so much. I feel like, in hindsight, when you look back on people's behaviour and you're like, oh, that's why I didn't like them. Because they did this thing that just felt off. 
like really off, but I didn't have the words for it at the time. <coughs> but they would just cry about so many things. Mm. And I would always just be there like, fucking suck it up. Like, mm. the way you're acting right now, like, you're not the... Why are you crying for me? You're yeah. not the one going through it. Why are you trying to, like, speak oh, as if you're the one going through it? Yeah. <laughs> no, wait, that's the wrong fucking song. <laughs> It did have um, a very sad, <laughs> melancholy tone to no, it, so it did it did fit the, the vibe. I don't know how the tune goes, but it's "Do Not Cry for Me, Argentina." Oh, okay, we can put it in later. We'll just put it in over this. Yeah, we'll yeah, just it edit it in later. We'll be in post. Um, like I know how to do that. A in editing. Well, actually, I probably do know how to do it. Like I can be bothered. <laughs> to re- I will be honest. The last episode did not record. Also. Oh, 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 actually, mm. I have an apology to make. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, sadly, dear Is listener, this, um, I have once again <laughs> lied to you. Wait, I swear we're going to be making apologies every second episode. I kind of want to make it a segment. I think it should be a yeah, segment. Sorry, sorry, sorry. What are we sorry for this week? Um, well, I mean, first off, invasion. Very bad. Yeah. Sorry to have taken part of that. Yeah gonna leave so decolonize i guess yeah. um don't know if decol- if leaving is really decolonizing but that's a story for another time maybe in 20 yeah, minutes I think um yeah. <laughs> in 20 minutes <laughs> uh, anyway initially i wanted to apologize i haven't actually finished the intro we do actually we do have good what theme you heard, music what you heard is part of the intro but it is not the intro that I dreamt. Yeah. We're getting there. So... I think, I think you get yeah, it. Yeah, it's getting there. Like, the different sections are there. I just haven't figured out how to put the sections from my um, beautiful, beautiful keyboard into the computer. Mm. Uh, and that's what I'm struggling with at the moment. But um, you got one part. They got one part this episode. Yeah, you got... Or, no, this episode you mm. might even have the full one. I make no promises because I don't want to have to apologize to you again. <laughs> I will, though. Um, <laughs> we will make a sorry section. Ap- apologize for things we did during the week that Yeah, I also us. like how this section is in the middle of our other section, which is story time. Well, I mean, we don't really do sections very well. We've, we've, we've discussed Well, that. Yeah, we... <laughs> We don't operate on a linear. Kind we don't of... operate. Yeah, we don't operate on a linear framework of sections. But I think we do sections pretty well. We've pretty much got three out of three. <laughs> I mean, three we introduced three. the section you know at the least. Really We're like, well? this is the section. What you know who does sections really well? Who? Um, the Weagles. Are oh, good for them. They, they um... do really well. <laughs> we need to follow the Weagles' example. It's not the only thing they could do really well. Wink. Um. <laughs> like, fuck. A beloved childhood icon <laughs> ruined in f- in four, four words? They could do... You know what else they could do very well. Nine words. <laughs> Nine words. Um. You know what I can't do very well? Count. And yet I am teaching your ones how to do math. <laughs> Serving cunt tonight. Anyway, sorry. Um... <laughs> I just can't hear an Australian say can't anymore because cunt is so close. <laughs> um, uh, will I have to bleep that? Probably not. I've just put the explicit button on. Yeah. Um, 
we're Australian. They should accept this about us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is anybody overseas listening to this? I hope so. Oh, okay. Well, if you are, shout out, shout source out. source of information. <laughs> yeah, the, the to our international <laughs> listeners. Look out, Rupert, Rupert Murdoch. Here we come. I shouldn't say We're that. taking over your airwaves. Yeah, honestly, like, I think we do a better job of reporting on information, at least out of the ACT and currently Townsville. Um, what's going on in Townsville at the moment? Fucking sweating. I'm just so hot. Mm. <laughs> This is your weather report from Townsville. (laughs) Yeah, news from Townsville, hot. (laughs) Fucking sweaty. Still, still hot. Hot I'm actually sweating, though. Like, it's not hot here. I think it's just really humid here in the ACT. I don't know if you can hear it on the sound system, but I can definitely hear it through the microphone. Uh, But it is, it is raining. Yeah, it's been raining for a while. It's been raining, yeah, all over my sheets. Wait, is your washing still out? Not my my jujitsu clothes are in. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But my bed sheets are still out there because <laughs> I was gonna get them, but then I got sidetracked by the beautiful, beautiful doggies. Oh yeah, those dogs are genuinely I really want so beautiful. To be with those dogs. I had to put them inside today because. Well, uh, you'll it's be raining. back soon, and we'll get to spend time with the dogs. I haven't seen those dogs piss or poop, which worries me. Are they um, inside or outside? They didn't, they're currently inside, but they were outside all day. I did see some poop, so maybe. Mm. This is not not good podcast content. <laughs> back to the story. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Go back to your invasion day. Um. Yeah, invasion day. Um. Yeah, I just wanted to like say all around. Also, shout out to the ACP, the Australian Communist Party, uh, doing an excellent job of being the only uh non-first nations focused organization there that was doing that was being helpful that wasn't Mm. just there as like you know some sort of symbolic capacity Mm. um because they they were providing a soup kitchen and cafe oh not cafe cafe but like they were providing coffee tea and yeah um, yeah food for the event Mm. uh and had a lot of tents Whoa. that they offered out for everybody else. Oh, that's really good. Uh, I guess Anusa was also there um, handing out <laughs> stuff. So, like, props to Anusa, but um, the ACP had a bigger operation going, so they get yeah more praise. More praise. <laughs> mm, always. <laughs> Although, like, to praise be fair, Anusa is not as a uh, functional organization as the ACP. Um, but, yeah, uh, to name some other political parties that were there... Uh, the socialist alternative was there. What were they doing? Uh, bloody handing out newspapers. Who else bloody knows what they're doing? <laughs> uh, I hate having to talk about salt they're ever. Just, uh, well, we're not going to because okay. I don't want to make too many enemies. Um, yeah. Although I probably already have. Um, I mean, if the socialist alternative decides that they hate me, like, I'll just say that they're racist because they are and be like, it's because I'm Indian, isn't it? Yeah. Legit. Um... Yeah, fair. <laughs> uh, I'll play the race card. I will. Yeah, do if it. I have to, I will. I don't know if you can anymore. They're quite quite diverse now. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't mean they're not hmm. racist. That's true. So, That's true. I think still go for it. Um, pull, pull the card. Like, look, look, look. It's your right. It's your <laughs> God-given fucking right. Kudos where it's due. Yeah. racism when you can. <laughs> 
I'm too close <laughs> to this microphone, and I'm sorry to everybody who's just heard this. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty gnarly. Um, but yeah, very ominous. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. on. I want to say kudos to Salt where it's due. Mm. They have gotten better. Yeah. Over the last five years. Uh, Yeah, like I'm just I'm basing my dislike of Salt on my experiences, which were like probably four years ago. At this point, I am Mm. getting up in age. So (laughs) yeah, I mean, I yeah, but like, like again, four years ago. So you know, I guess (laughs) I I mean they foretold the future. I am now a fascist. I'm kidding for little reasons. (laughs) That's joke. I'm not. (laughs) Um, yeah. They are on some shit, as the kids say. Yeah, I'm gonna kill this bug. Oh, it escaped. <laughs> oh man, I got so close to the microphone. What was it? It's. It's indestructible. Oh. No, now it's. it's oh yeah, thanks. Just like pulling it onto my bed. Why don't you? <laughs> I really Jesus start Christ! TikTok I'm again. wiping my hands of anyway, it. Anyway, you finish your invasion day sleep with it. You started yeah, something. Yeah, no. So. The greens were there, but it was only, like, two people who were there. Which I found a bit odd, given that, uh, one of the people... Actually, no, that's not true. Never mind. I, I still found it odd, because, like... her environment, because she was talking about being at the tent embassy at the event I emceed that night, so... Mm. Well... <laughs> Yeah, like, they just kind of, like, show up in these, like, symbolic roles, though. Mm. They don't actually help. Mm. Um, which is, I think, a big problem with, like, people who call themselves progressives in general is that, um, that separation between praxis and rhetoric, uh, like, doesn't really exist for any party outside of the ACP. Um... And that's why I, I, I find myself supporting the ACP above all else, because mm-hmm. there is that focus on praxis. And, like, frankly, what the fuck is the point of being a leftist if you're not actually going to commit yourself to doing, like, to doing your principles in uh, in real life? Like, like mm. you know, you can talk the talk, but, like, you've got to walk the walk to be able to be yeah. legitimate in your, in your beliefs. Yeah. yeah, but I think... The thing that I've learned having like parents involved in community organizations and like working in policy and all of that is that you are bound by so many things and sometimes you have to say stuff that you just don't agree with. Mm. Mm. Like it was really, it was really awkward, right? Because I was emceeing an event that day, which is why I wasn't able to make it out to the tent embassy protests because I had been roped into emceeing what I thought was an Indian Independence Day program. I thought it was a program dedicated to celebrating the 73rd Wait, can we, Indian can we Republic pause, Day. Can we pause right here? Can you turn off the noise suppression yeah. on your Discord, Mira? Just because I'm losing a lot of random words and it's making it very confusing. Okay. <laughs> oh, whoops. Um, or Mana, you could sound less like, you know, just ambient noise, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Fine. Um, I'm not gonna edit this out. What? So. No. I feel no, I'm sorry. That was mean. I'm no, don't don't leave it in. Guys, I'm not that mean. I've just been called out today <laughs> for Wait. 
sounding like ambient noise. What does that even mean? Does that mean that I don't articulate well enough? Like, is this a hate crime? I, wow, your English is really is good, he, Mana. Wow. Wow. Not like the Indians didn't get colonized by the British, so we know English pretty fucking well. Um, anyways... I'm sorry, I didn't. Oh, I'm I'm You're becoming an English teacher. You're really peaking the microphone right oh, now. Oh shit! Not I'm, to not to further silence you. I'm gonna um, become an English teacher, and today I'm being tone policed and silenced. <laughs> like I don't want to be here anymore. But we're going to just continue. <laughs> Look, um, your existence is your protest. Thank you. Um, no, thank you for existing. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was saying... I'm so so glad you guys got through that. (laughs) Can we get it back to the point? Yeah, so I was saying, like, for example, I was emceeing this event, and I thought it was the 73rd Indian Republic Day event, and then I actually read through the script, and it was Mm. like, oh, this doesn't this feels more like multiculturalism like we're not specifically celebrating republic day then i learned it's an australia day celebration event and i was like well fuck i'm in it now and i can't just pull out because all these people who organized it are relying on me to do it and so i just had to like go along and try at every opportunity to remind the audience like hey Australia Day fucking sucks. <laughs> it mm. is Invasion Day. And it was like... It worked out because some of the speakers there had been to the tent embassy protest or, like, there was an Indigenous performer who talked about, like, being, you know, being there and how Australia Day for them was, like, a day of survival and celebrating their survival and things like that. But it was, and, you know, talking about changing the date, which is just window dressing, but whatever. But, like, in general, mm. s- there were things that I said, and I was actually really worried when putting them into the script about how the audience would react, because it was mostly, like, elderly Indian folks who mm. were in the audience. Mm, yeah. And f- so for a while there, I was really worried about how they'd react to that. And mm. so I think there are some things where, like you you just don't necessarily feel safe being open about your beliefs in that environment. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, it's sort of, like, reflective of the fact that, like, Australia is entering into this really weird space mm. where, like, the government's not willing to do anything about Australia Day, but most people agree that it's a waste of time and the mm. only people who really go out and celebrate it are those who are, like, committed to being actual, like, fascists. Yeah, I um, don't think... The, the thing is also interesting because for, like, a lot of immigrants, like, I'm just speaking in terms of Indian immigrants, but generally when we do Australia Day stuff, it's usually just appreciating the fireworks. Like, me and my mum, and, like, me and my family, I mean, we'd always just go out for the celebrations because we like fireworks but Mm. that goes for any celebration we're just there for the fireworks like Mm. um and in terms of australia day it was always more just like we're celebrating how multicultural australia is and how there are so many other cultures so it's a Mm. bit like different in that regard too because we're um yeah i think it is and it isn't Mm. um there is 
like a lot to be unpacked about multiculturalism in Australia. in Australia because like realistically just the fact that there are many different cultures here doesn't say anything um about what the power relations between those cultures are yeah yeah and like it doesn't say anything about you know what celebrating it on that day means like mm. to be like yeah but we're multicultural and it's all cool because we're celebrating everyone is, yeah like it's still well that's the thing we were talking about how it's important that we if we are to celebrate australia or whatever as like we're mm. celebrating everyone that's like one of the biggest reasons why we need to do something like change the date because mm. if you want to celebrate the spirit of australia and include everyone like you can't be celebrating on a day that symbolizes like the destruction yeah. of the mm. first nations people like that's just yeah. really fucked up it is <laughs> so um yeah, yeah it's it's weird to talk about because like the only solution I can really offer is that like the entire Australian state apparatus be totally demolished because that's the only solution that I really believe in. Mm. I think like a way that would be halfway there is accepting like the Uluru statement, um, and having like sort of what the conservatives are worried about in, in like properly having, um, a third chamber of parliament that would Mm. be made out of uh, indigenous elders, I think mm. that would be a really cool step forward. It's not really what the Uluru Statement is looking for, because the Uluru Statement is just looking for um, an advisory body to the parliament. Mm. Um, but I feel like I think they should. I feel like I, think, I feel I th- like there could be bigger asks for more. I understand yeah. why there isn't, of course. Mm. Um, but if you know, again, like it's that this bargaining isn't... thing of like putting your foot in the door so that you can make bigger demands later. But sometimes you need yeah. to do the other thing, which is just slamming the door in the person's face and starting off with the really big request. Yeah. So, like, like I think that that's part of it. Like, like it's reform versus revolution, right? Mm. Um, I personally don't see a way out mm. of uh, the massive gaps between you know, life expectancy of First Nations people and white people or Mm. the gaps between, um, you know, living standards or wealth or whatever. Um, I don't see that being addressed within the current system and I don't see that being addressed without full sovereignty given to Mm. uh, First Nations people. Uh, And, like, the way I see that functioning is more like, in land back proposals you see that in Canada now mm. um, where um, First Nations people are being given full control of the land that they own you can uh, I believe this is in some places in North America um, you can sell your house to the local um, local First Nation um, and then they own that land you still own the rights to that land to use that land and live on that land but you would pay your land taxes instead that of to the government you pay you pay that to the first nations body huh. um and like also like uh, particularly in canada how that's been working i'm sorry i can't remember the name of um the nation that occupies those lands but um it's going really well. Like, all of the best uh, urban development that's happening in that city is happening on First Nations land and by First Nations development. Ooh. Um, 
and that's that's just rad. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that that's. I mean, in yeah. general, that's like a big thing. Like just giving Indigenous, like First Nations people, just giving them land and water rights back because, mm. like, they were the original custodians, and before the Brits or the settler. Came, um, people came in and mm. fucked it all up like I think they were doing a pretty damn good job and mm. I think um, one of like I think a mutual friend on Instagram or something um, was speaking for what's it called? The Mob? Mm. The Mob? It's like a sp- specific site or whatever um, I'm forgetting the name and I'm super sorry but they were talking about how Links like, will be included in the description. Yeah, I will find the actual <laughs> link or whatever. Because it was a really good thing. Um, And mm. they were talking specifically about, like, First Nations people and climate change and how, mm. like, we can't actually ameliorate climate change or, you know, be better um, without including First Nations people, without, like, listening to them. And that, that's why I think... An advisory, like, the idea of just an advisory body to the parliament doesn't really sit right with me, because a lot of the times parliament just kind of ignores that stuff. Yeah, yeah, which is, like, sort of why I think they should be given some power. I, like, Mm. I think, I don't think they would fully ignore that, because I think even within parliament there is a pretty strong consensus that First Nations people should have some say in what goes on. Yeah. Um, The extent to that consensus varies from party to party, but... uh, Yeah, realistically, for me, I think... You know, you you need to have some sort of enshrined Mm. um, powers. And, like, for land back to really work, um, which is different to land rights, because land rights is sort of a hollow term um, that's shrouded in, like, legalese um, and, you know, all of this stupid bullshit that actually stops people from... uh, achieving justice Mm. um we'll save my criticisms (laughs) my entire criticisms of the legal system in australia to a later episode but um yeah i'm excited for that though uh uh it makes me angry (laughs) um but i just i just think sometimes when it comes to law i'm like why do you have to make things so convoluted just for people to understand it because it makes justice like a really hard thing to get because you have to yeah well that's the point yeah because it's for rich people anyway um that's a a little sizzler for a future episode yeah Um, just a teaser (laughs) (laughs) uh what was i talking about land rights land rights yeah so land rights is a hollow term so that's why like a term like land back Mm. or um no, it is land back, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, land back. Um, land back is a better word. Because, like, basically what you want to happen is you want the institution of property to be overturned. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... The, or the institution of private property to be overturned. Mm-hmm. Actually, property in general is kind of, like, a bigger goal, but, like, less likely, dare I say. Um, but, yeah, so land back involves giving, like, actual rights over the land. So instead of having crown land, as you do in this country, which is, frankly, wild to me that, like, you still have crown land. Um, so 
technically land's like owned by the queen technically yeah that... yeah so Ugh. all land that is undeveloped and unallocated for something else is crown land Ew. private property is in well at least like specifically in the act you have a lease on crown land you don't actually own property so there you go there's your property rights in uh the capital territory being um uh, kicked down the curve, dare I say. But, like, that, again, is just legally. It's like, so, basically, like, private individuals own property, um, and the government can own property, and the government has rights to property um, that extend beyond the normal boundaries of normal people. So, um, for example, underground, which is an area of interest to me, um, as you as you know, dear listener, because you listened to the first episode, um... <laughs> Uh, underground is largely the domain of, uh, the government. The government. You don't, um, I'm starting to squeak because... <laughs> the government! The government! <laughs> um, I'm not going to start that again. But, um, but yeah, so underground is largely the domain of the government. Um, if there is, you know, mineral wealth found on your property, so you own, like, 20,000 acres out in rural Australia or whatever. Mm. Doesn't matter who you are, that mineral wealth can be auctioned off to a mining company by the government. Or excavated by the government if they were feeling so inclined, but they haven't felt so inclined in the last 80, no, 60 years or so. Um, It's been a while um, (laughs) since we've had nationalised mining. Uh, But yeah, so basically, like, you could just lose your land um, and I've heard of that happening. I can't verify that at the moment because um, it is, of course, through Newcastle um, peer-to-peer information sharing systems, i.e. chatting to people at the pub. Um, <laughs> the Newcastle Vine, as you yeah. say. The Newcastle, the Newcastle Information Communications Network. Um, <laughs> You can learn a lot of valuable information going to pubs, though. Yeah. Or just, like, eavesdropping on people in cafes and stuff. Like, I think me and Trips were talking about this. Like, That's last... actually so true. Yeah. I have a story for that, but... Sorry. I cut oh, off. no, I... You can, you can just use mine as a segue <laughs> into your story. But, like, yeah. You can learn a lot of valuable information in public places. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. Uh, I was in a cafe in uh, when I was living in Cambodia. Um, I was in a cafe which was like, um, and I acknowledge that this is a problematic term, but it was the expat cafe. Um, it was a cafe that was generally speaking too expensive uh, mm. for uh, people for, who lived in the city that I was working in um, uh. to go to. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so, um, went to this cafe, uh, and I was, um, just, just sitting there doing some, doing some work for the school, um, that I was working at. I was writing up lesson plans or something. Um, and I overhear two Australian accents. And at first I'm like super excited. I'm like, yeah, wow, Australians, I'm so happy. Mm quickly learned never to have that reaction again when I hear Australian accents in a cafe again. Um, but, like, what they were talking about was developing mining uh, in the region. Eww. In the region that is oh, known... No. It's uh, Ratnakiri in Cambodia. Um, 
known as the Jungle Province, uh, known for its natural beauty. Oh no! Also known for a lot of illegal logging. There's not much of the historic trees left there anymore. <gasps> there's a lot of new jungle, but it's not quite the same. Uh, there's lots of, lots of leeches in that jungle too, um, Eesh. which I can talk about in another story, but, um, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, no, it was two Australian guys that talking about mining, uh, gemstones in the region, uh, which is, uh, not something I want to happen because that's that region gone essentially. Well, I mean, it, I mean on the flip just, side, it would develop uh... the region. Well, actually no, it wouldn't. It would develop Australia, which is like... Like, I think, like, that's the other thing is, like, like, especially the way they were talking about it. They sounded like frontier, um, yeah, like, like oh, we're going to come into this foreign, exotic land full of beautiful minerals and take all of them to develop our own land. And then when, and then we'll come back and say, oh, your land is so underdeveloped and disgusting and gross after having developed our <laughs> land with your minerals and resources. Mm. So that was colonialism by, um, <laughs> by Mana. That is exactly how I'm going to teach it yeah. if I ever get around to, to doing like... Year 5 history. <laughs> no, do we learn about Year 5? Social sciences? I'm going to be like... So there's, that, there's this TV show called, I think, like Recess or something, or... Saved by the Bell, oh, something like that, it right? It is Saved by the Bell. I think it's Saved by the Bell, and one of the teachers is this, like, really cool black lady, I'm pretty sure, and she teaches the history classes, and she does not shy away, oh, sorry, and she does not shy away from telling the students exactly what is up and being like, this is wrong, this is wrong, like, all the stuff in your textbooks is wrong, and giving them what the truth is. Mm. And I want to be that kind of teacher, I yeah. think. Um, yeah. Like, I'm planning on teaching English. Evolution but... is real. <laughs> I don't know if you can tell, I don't have high hopes for the future. Mm. Um, iPhone cords did once exist. <laughs> we unfortunately can't get them anymore. Haha, <laughs> throwback. Mm. Anyway, Chips, how are you going? You've been quite quiet. Yes. What? <laughs> Me? Chipsy, yeah, are you there? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm here. Sorry, I I was literally just listening to it like a podcast, and I totally forgot that I'm actually a part of that. Like, I was just listening, I was like, yeah, wow, this is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just like started lying down on my floor, and I totally, I just totally forgot that I was <laughs> actually uh, active listener in this. Yeah. Um, no, because I was saying like yeah, and like laughing along and stuff, but I think I was just not facing the mic, and so I didn't pick up any mm. of that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. I that's, that's, that's some really... It's going to be the least amount of chips we've ever had in an episode, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> it's really hard when I'm not this is what there. This is what remote... Mm. Yeah, this is what remote, like, communications do. I mean, I will also because say that's how... that as you were talking about colonisation, sorry, Mana, I'm, I'm literally looking yeah. at a, um, a short story collection, uh, a collection... Collected short stories... Uh, box like the six books by Rudyard Kipling, so mm. you know mm. we're, we're oh. out here living. <laughs> Rudyard Kipling, yeah. thoughts into the thoughts? into the darkness. No, 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 um, that was Mandy. Joseph Conrad, the Jungle Book. Yeah, this is yeah. This, so this book. is Jungle Book, and other short um, stories. Or as I know it, this Jungle Book. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Because I only ever I had. 
It was one of the three, no, one of the six VCRs we had in Germany when, um, when I went over as a kid. Yeah. Uh, honestly, did not really like it as a kid. Was much more fascinated by the uh, volcano documentary that my grandmother had. That was that was. Lit. Volcanoes are cool. Just so many Boom. like awesome pictures of lava going past villages, mm. um, in Italy. No. But yeah, sorry, I cut you off. Did you wanna? Wait, me. Chips? Yeah. Wait, did you me. Say something? Me? No, I yeah. didn't have. I didn't have anything. To say. I don't. No, I don't really have anything to say. Um, I was just thinking about have... yesterday when my little sister asked me if I believed in evolution. And I was kind of like, what? <laughs> what? She's like, yeah, do you, do you believe in... I was like, what What do you mean do I believe in evolution? She's like, oh, so no then. And I was like, what? <laughs> no! <laughs> Did you clear that up in the end? Well, and then she just started talking about something else. And I was like, are we... How do I... Why was she asking you that, though? I think one of her friends. She doesn't believe it. No, I think one of her friends um, was like, "I don't believe in evolution," and so then she was like, just asking people. She does this a lot where she'll just like ask people these random questions, but then like, not explain herself very well with no context. Uh, Yeah, it's also funny because um, she started saying things like, um, "What is it? I I can't live with strangers because they're not very good communicators." Uh, as someone who's li- who lived with my family, mm. uh, th- strangers have been much better communicators. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad. Yeah. I'm so glad that's what we are. Yeah. Oh goodness. I feel like I feel like I mean like not at the risk of sounding like a old person here. I feel like there's mm. a lot of like specific buzzwords that get the youth going, like communication Mm. and like i know that we could talk about communication a lot in our house because you know it's really important Mm. but i think there's like i don't know there's just like you can't go around and tell everybody else that they're bad communicators because the person that is i guess the what is it constant between all of those situations is you do you know what i mean like Mm. it's just like if obviously Mm. if if everyone around (laughs) you is a bad communicator then there's probably something not quite right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in general, it's like, if if you think everyone around you is like a bad listener or a bad communicator, you think everyone around you is a bad something, it's kind of like, hmm, maybe you should reevaluate what makes you think that. Yeah. Like, the way you're interacting with people. Because yeah. I'm sure that is... It's weird, it's weird. I sort of feel like the more you talk about communication being a problem, or either that or communication being something that you yourself are good at, Mm. the worse you are at communication. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like if if you are good at communicating, you don't need to to talk about it. I mean, yeah, you just kind of tell people how you feel and that's it. Like, I don't know. Like, I think... And if you call now, you'll get two communications free. Just call one 800 Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, also, like, 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 granted, I'm not the best communicator. Like, I'm still working that shit out. Oh, but, like, same. I'm not going to go but around it's also being, like... like it's, it's a, it's, I was going to say it's a double-edged sword. It takes two... It takes more than one party to communicate. Yeah. Well. Yeah. 
like different yeah. people will like, be it easier is, to it, communicate with as well because communication happens differently. Mm. It's, it's like it's like falling mm. in love. <laughs> it's like falling in love. Mm. I have Yeah, that. I mean I mean yeah, exactly. Like there are some people you'll just find it a lot easier to share certain things with mm. and some people who make it a lot harder. Like I personally would not share things about like my romantic life or anything or any any sort of thing like that with my parents but I'd share it with my friends or like there are just parts of your life that you wouldn't share with some people but you would share with others or even just the way you communicate like with some people mm. you're more likely to just sit and watch a movie mm. and that's the vibe yeah. but then other people you might go to oh, the movies and like watch you learn that they talk through the movies with you and yeah. it's fun so yeah it's also that Mm. I think that's very true. Um, I had something else I wanted to say um, before we went down that tangent about communication. Uh, communication station. Let's play some music for you, Nora, while you think. Communication station. <laughs> this is like a whole music or whatever. Oh, oh I, I, I remembered. I remembered. I remembered. Yeah, um, it works. It really does. Um, I think there's something to be said about um, social atomization and, like, this emphasis on communication being a strong suit uh, mm. for an individual. Yeah. Because mm. you're so right, Chips, when you say that, like, it takes two to tango or it takes more than Actually, two yeah, to tango. Actually, I first said like, it's a double-edged sword. Um, yeah. Obviously, it's a, obviously it's a our double, communication it's a triple, must it's be a quadruple really bad. Sword. Um... <laughs> No, 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 no. My communication is bad because communication is enshrined oh, in me as your, an individual. Your communication is shite. Actually, uh, my own body is the only way in which I can... I'm doing really fun hand movements right now <laughs> for the listener. Um, you are the vessel. And for chips. Um, yeah. But like, Mira's like putting their hands on their shoulders and just doing wiggling some, like, their body. Voguing in the Doing middle. a bit of voguing. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, like, like it, like it's sort of like part of this like um, fetishization of the individual mm. that like really happened under uh, neoliberalism, which has basically fucked our society for good. Yeah, um, big agree. Because I think it's also where like all of this like anti-vax bullshit comes from. Because like it's always up to my opinion. Okay, uh, I need to yeah, make actually, my opinion about really the vaccine. About I need to this. make my opinion about communication. Yeah, but I saw a really good thing about this, actually. Specifically the whole anti-vaxxer thing and anti-vaxxers being like, it's about my body and, like, my safety and everything. Mm. And it's like, but the thing is that when it becomes a community issue, mm. like, yeah. no longer is the fact that you're not vaxxed just about you. Yeah. It's now, like affecting the safety and health of other people mm. around you yeah. especially say elderly people or like and so at that point it is no longer about like your individual good mm. it's now yeah. about the collective good and the collective good should be prioritized above the individual good in yeah. most yeah. situations yeah. like that's and it's like yeah so like, you that's to, exactly it yeah um and it's like this sort of Can like you social tell that thinking we're communists <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. This is this just like something I want to emphasize here. It's commune, community. It's commune. 
It's he. It's <laughs> yeah. Listen, We're uh, all about the community, okay? <laughs> community welfare, all of that. Just my mom literally runs a community organization that I help. Hey, with what that. if we lived in a society <laughs> and we actually cared about the was other people? Each to who his own, and to what he needs, you know. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Oh my god, did somebody say that already? Uh, oh, my god. oh my god! Oh my god, was it Karl Marx? Oh, oh my what god. A, what a coincidence. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, collective good should be prioritized. Um, um, and that's the same yeah. thing with communication. Like, you know, um, communication is not just about, like, you being really good at mm. it. Yeah. Mm. It's also about the other person putting in effort and stuff like that. Or even just, like, some people have very different ways of communicating and, mm. like, n- knowing that. Like, I think I was reading something today about apology languages. Mm. Like, you know how you've got mm. the five love languages and stuff, and that was a big thing. Now it's all about the apolo- apology apology language. So, like, how do you... Apology. Apology. Yeah. How do you Apple-ogie. say sorry, right? And so, like, I did the quiz, and apparently my apology language is that I believe in, like, a sincere expression of regret. Like, I think that the other person needs to show that they're genuinely sorry and working on changing themselves mm. before I'll really, like, take it on board. And that kind of But there are, sense, like, though. other ways. As well. What are the other ways? Yeah, but there are... The other ways are things, like, you know, they, they take it on themselves and they say it's their responsibility, they're going to fix it type of thing. So it's mm. more that other side. Um, or just giving people space. <laughs> as well um after saying the apology saying like i'm sorry for doing this and then i mean giving the maybe, other person space maybe you could just do all of them is that not yeah yeah i mean that's the, <laughs> that's the same thing with love languages though. like people true. talk about you know like all of them are important yeah. but i guess which it's is about efficient what to express yeah or yeah exactly or which is the style that suits you the best yeah. i think yeah it? um yeah, I think there's also. Um, I wanted to. Sorry, no, I was just gonna say finalizing. <laughs> I, I guess my final thoughts on the communication thing. I think there's also like a willingness mm. as well that's like super important. Like you mm. have to be willing to understand each other, and I think mm. you, there's yeah. no there's no point ever going into a conversation where the other person is committed to misunderstanding you. Um, and yeah. It's like, yeah. Like even yeah. just even just I was just thinking about like a time when I had to basically evacuate this building and there was a mute person in a wheelchair and you know we had to like communicate but he couldn't speak and i couldn't Mm. sign so it was like we we were so committed to trying to communicate with each other that like we still managed to get you know very the message across which was hey we need to keep Mm. we need to leave sort of thing like it was it was yeah there's there's Obviously, to an extent of the simplicity of the message, but that's like a part of deciding how to communicate. Mm. Like, you, you know, I could have just said the same thing over. I could have said it louder. You know, like I could have um, a deaf and mute. Mm. Sorry, mm. Uh, you know, I could have just kept kept reiterating the point. But because I was willing to kind of like engage in that conversation and engage in like mm. the understanding, and because he was also willing to do that, you know, we had to find the way that we could communicate mm. in that situation. I think that's like a really dramatic and like very obviously out there example. But I think mm. that like willingness mm. to be understood by to to be under to understand mm. and be understood needs to come from both parties. Yeah. Sort of that just then. 
Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. That's my... That's... Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's also about adapting, like, your communication mm. style yeah. for the other people. Like, as in... You know, sometimes I'll have students who don't understand a topic when I'm explaining. Did you just say it louder. I'm not going to just. Yeah, I'm not just going to be like. That's what I do. You're du- like this is it again, like in the exact same way. Because obviously, if they didn't get it the first way, then mm. I need to try something else. Do you though? Um, Maybe you're just being a bad teacher. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean Could that. Be. I didn't mean that. I'm sorry. <laughs> but like, that's that's the thing. Like, you kind of learn as you go that yeah you have to break concepts down or you have to like change your language even you say break so that people get like, your message what? yeah you gotta break them <laughs> you, gotta... you gotta remake them <laughs> you gotta tap them on the head spool out their brains and reform it yeah. no please yeah. don't please don't do that <laughs> no, no. <laughs> for legal purposes that was a joke please let me keep my working with vulnerable people card <laughs> oh, but yeah anyway what were you going to say Mira um, I think oh god there was something I wanted to say there was something about like like uh, willingness atomization and individuality oh, yeah. that I wanted to tag on um, which is the most clear-cut example of it that I have ever experienced, mm. um, which was... Um, actually, I've experienced a lot, but <laughs> the most clear-cut experience was um, I was talking with a friend about uh, car crashes and what sort of car you should drive if you're mm. like um, in a car crash, and she was adamant that she needed to have a big car. Oh. She needs to have a huge car, because in a crash, if she were to crash into someone, uh, she would be safe because she the would car's be safe big. because, like, like yeah, by all... the laws of physics, um, like he... she's more likely to, um, you know, survive the crash. inertia, uh, physics <laughs> forces acting upon things, um, science. But yeah, no, like she would be better off, and that was yeah. her entire mentality. And so many people have this on the road. And so, as a result of that, what you get, socially speaking, is this fucking, like, weapons race, this arms race of, mm. like, who can drive the biggest fucking tank on the yeah, streets? Who can protect themselves and the most? I would just... Mm. Yeah. Also, on that, though, I would just like to say that I genuinely don't like big cars. Like, <laughs> No, they should be I'm not, should be I'm not just illegal. saying that as someone who has quite a small car, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a little jealous. baby of a car. Um, who <laughs> And, like, my baby has been smashed a few times (laughs) because she's small so she kind of easily crumples I guess should you still be driving it if you've been in a couple of car accidents matter it wasn't me that was in the accident it was my sibling it was my sister but should you be driving the car shout out two sisters (laughs) shout out to the rest of the family I got it serviced i've gotten it like fixed up and stuff Mm -hmm. but i just mean in i just wanted to lay out the context i'm not saying i hate big cars just because i have a small one Mm. i just don't like the fact that big cars (laughs) take up so much space on the road (laughs) and they always seem to be driven by assholes yeah yeah well i mean that's the mentality they always seem to be driven by assholes who are like let me drive people off the road because i have somewhere to be or let me just yeah you know no, 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 no. Like, like that's part of the mentality that they create, right? Um, I mean, I have that mentality, and I have a small car, so... 
you know, get out of my way. <laughs> but that's yeah, also but like, like you also don't have the physics to back you up on that. No, which is the other thing. Like for you, it's just funny. Um, as in, as in, <laughs> I'm the joke. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, Small but fierce. but like like if you're in a big car like like you have like also this like sort of idea of road rage like the whole the whole reason road rage exists is because most people shouldn't be allowed to drive frankly yeah. like, like most people should be walking to the train station and catching the train yeah. mm. or walking to the tram station and catching the tram but like what was the point I wanted to make social itemization all cars these days are way too big than they need to be. Yeah. I uh, so- I went, I had the absolute joy and pleasure today of going to um, the Canberra Railway Museum. Ooh. Mm. Absolute delight and joy and pleasure. And did I say it was a joy and a pleasure? Um, it was a joy and a pleasure. It was... You, and a delight. You said it about three times now. Also, a pleasure and a joy. Anyway. Go on, go on. Before I even went in that, um, there was a little Mini Cooper parked outside uh, that would have been made in the 70s, I want to say. Or like maybe even 60s. I don't know. Like one of the old ones. Like one of the really old minis. Or was it just somebody's car? No, no, no. It was just some some person's Mini Cooper. Oh, nice. Um, and they're, they're like a really tiny car. They're oh. like the OG small car. Like they're not mm. called minis for nothing. Mm. Well, they are um, nothing. And the size of it was tiny. <laughs> it was like it was maybe like a meter and twenty like wide. Mm. Um, That's a vibe. Whereas like on average now, I think they're like a meter, what ninety two meters wide. Yeah, I always um, I feel like small cars have always been have always held a special place in my heart. Just sorry, just because parking mm. is way easier. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've wanted like a small car since like the moment I was, was able born. to drive. It was always just <laughs> <laughs> from the moment I was born I just wanted a small I mean the thing is we do have like a big car, but the only reason we have a bigger car is because my dad is like a like an engineer and he used to go into like the NT and stuff. So he used to do lots of road trips mm. and had to like drive on dirt roads and stuff. So he had a car like that's kind of the only situation in which I'm like I don't mind people having big cars. Or like you know, if you have like a huge family, that's a utility vehicle. Yeah, if you, if have, you a have a huge, huge family, family, live next to a train. God damn. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like I want to emphasize this. At yeah. least like the part of this podcast that actually cares about urbanism is anti-car. Yeah. Is strictly, strictly anti-car. <laughs> I sold my car. Yeah. Because I couldn't live with the fact that I was going against my own morals and my own anti-car stance. Mm. Um, I still have a car, but I use it for literally... I I use it as, like, anyone who wants a lift, I am going to be your Uber driver. Like <laughs> I've never been to Uber driver. <laughs> Ubu Jabber. Who was the hottest Uber driver you've ever had? It was I'm going to say there is no valid defense of why you own a car. Not yeah. you specifically, but anyone. Yeah. Um, as much as uh, 
like you might want to make one. But anyway, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to cause a fight on this. Um, I'm. I'm <laughs> I don't have a valid defense. I'm just saying that if you do have a car, at least like use, use it, it in, in a way commun- that is. Be a communist with it. Yeah, use it in a communal way. <laughs> We drive. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to have a car, share it with everyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not against that, but if you're going to have a car, have a train. Mm. Um, <laughs> trains are very nice. We like trains a lot. Yeah, a we do. You want to be a car? Yeah, you know those those ones where you cycle, but you have beer at the same time? Oh! Oh, yeah. The ones the that they have in, like, European cities. Yeah. yeah. Of the documentary. Yeah, one of the... Doc- what Travels with My Father by Jack Whitehall. Yes, that's a documentary <laughs> of a father and son's bond. Um, it is It is a travel film, perhaps. It's a series of A films. script... A scripted travel film, dare scripted. I say. Every time you recall... Yeah, but they're the also leather. about so real funny. things. The leather. Yeah, of your chair. It sounds like leather. It's not the leather, unfortunately. It's the screws. And I, again, I must apologize to <laughs> my dear listener. Um, I've been going for an hour and 22 minutes. I reckon 10 more minutes and we'll wrap it up. I I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of out of things yeah, to say. Chips, like... do you have anything to add? Not really. I'm surprised by how much we did today. We didn't <laughs> have a break. Yeah, we didn't have any planning. Um, this is the most important. Improvised. Yeah, at least last time we even like talked about what we were going to talk about today. We did talk like, about what we were going to talk about today. Well, let's do a summary. Um, yeah, final thoughts. Don't be racist. Good. Yeah. On the plane. Yes, please. Just don't be racist. Yeah, full stop. You Care for really. the little ones. Oh, sorry, I didn't want to cut you off there. Yeah, you better not. You racist. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> I'll pull out the race card. Yes. I tell you I will! If you can, yeah. always pull the race card. <laughs> True. True. Oh, um, Use every resource at your disposal. That includes any cards you might have. Um, <laughs> yeah. Why are you silencing trans women right now? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> um, sorry, I just thought I would use my cards. Um... Ace of spades. Now I'm silencing trans women by forgetting what I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, look out for the little ones. Uh, and by the little ones, I mean Christmas beetles. Yeah. Mm. Um, they don't mean to hurt you. Yes, they have spiky claws, but that's not the their poor, fault. The poor beetle. They just built like that, you I know? What if they yeah. just yeah. built what like if they that? back on the plane so it would be like actually just released back into Brisbane? Because I don't know what they did with it. They Imagine they just chucked it out of the window into as the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> That's so mean. <laughs> Put it in an airlock on <laughs> the plane. Oh no! I hope they didn't do that. Yeah, Qantas, reveal your secrets. Um, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, choose a better, less squeaky chair. Yeah, choose a bit less squeaky chair. Um, decolonize. True. Uh. Trust that First Nations people know what they're talking about. Um, Let them don't, actually Don't speak. do a Scott Morrison. Uh, don't do a Scott Morrison and just be like, well, actually, I think I know better than some I don't uh, think First Scott Nations Morrison people. knows anything, to be honest. Uh, be I, mm. critical of actions of the Liberal government that may seem 
we didn't talk about this at all, but this is just general advice. Mm. Be critical of actions of the Liberal government that may seem like they're in the best interests yeah. Maybe of that's First next Nations time. people. Next time we can talk about the government. Um, yeah. Yeah, alright. I'll put a bit of sizzler in there. We're going to talk about AATSIS and the new centre that they're building. What's that? Um, you'll find out next time. Okay. Um, so we learned that. What what did we talk about after that? I don't know. I think that's when I started um, listening. Well, in, well, so we you would be able to recount. Participant in things. Oh, true. We started talking about communication. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we also talked a lot about just Invasion yeah. Day and yeah, true. what it meant. Allyship um, doesn't stop on tw- Jan 26. True. Yeah. And, like, politics and being bound by them, politics. but still politics. trying to Communismo. get your voice out yeah. there. Um, join the ACP. <laughs> uh, if you want, car. you need to develop your own... Don't don't join a political party without having any critical thought. That's yeah. my thinking of it. Uh, praxis over rhetoric, I think, is another thing we were talking yeah. about. I mean, yeah, because, like... You want people who actually walk the walk, essentially. Yeah. Like mm. that's that's what praxis means. You actually do the shit you say you're gonna do. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then also talk the talk regarding to the communication. Mm. This yeah. Is, yeah. This is lining up. So, but well. if you're gonna talk the the thing with talking the talk is that both parties need to be willing to and talk also listen and yeah. like understand listen each listen. other. Not just well, yeah. Listen. I think that yeah. that was the, the last bit of po- podcast was is that like actually you do live in a society. What? Sorry, <laughs> Margaret Thatcher was wrong <laughs> uh, when she said there was no such thing as a society. Sorry to bring her up as well. Uh, I yeah, know yeah, that's yeah. going to Content immediately warning. make a lot of people angry. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> Content warning, Margaret mentions Thatcher of mentions the of the Mar- wicked witch. Yeah. Uh, don't get. I'm sorry. I'm really. I just. I, just, I move a lot. We don't I'm talk sorry. about. We don't talk about. I don't even want to We're say. Gonna it get anyway. <laughs> um, We're gonna get copy striked. We're gonna get copy No, not not with the way I sung it. That's true. Surely yeah, not. No, it was too attitude. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh Jesus. Um, so final thoughts. Yeah, yeah. We live in a society. Um, pay attention. You do live in a community. Uh, communication happens between two or more people it does not happen I mean alone. you can also communicate with yourself you I guess you yourself can hold you can I talk a lot but to you're myself. still talking to different consciousnesses hmm. I guess yeah two parties um, yeah okay that's fair yeah there's still yeah. two parties like that's what a conversation with yourself you can also have conversations with like uh, dead academics which is something that people love to do in post-colonial theory um, mm. dead <laughs> academics uh yeah. yeah, like, they've put out papers and you can respond to their papers. No, 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 no. You can read a paper in, like, post-colonial theory that's just, like, uh, talking with this scholar. Oh. And, um, it's just an imagined conversation that they have with Damn. the scholar while citing their works. It's it's wild. I love it. it oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, well. But, yeah. We learned something today. We um, did. We learned a lot today, yeah, actually. Yeah, it's been yeah. a very informative episode. I hope. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, communication Links. is important, and you should be prioritizing the collective good because we do live in a community. That's true. Mm. That's true. Uh, if you want to join the ACP, the link will be in the description. <laughs> I will try uh, to find the link to that really cool 
Instagram post I saw talking yeah, about First we'll Nations link, people and climate change. We'll link more First Nations uh, charities and organizations that you can have a look at. Yeah. Uh, what else are we going to link? Chips? Um, um, I can send a photo of the beach. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The episode title will be a photo of the beach. (laughs) All right. uh, Thank you so much for listening. This has been Finished Bottles, Unfinished Stories. We haven't finished any bottles tonight. I finished my bottle of water. I finished my bottle of water. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I finished my cup of tea. There we go. Finished cups and two bottles of water, (laughs) Unfinished Stories. Uh, All of the stories tonight have been unfinished, crucially. Except I think the plane one. I finished the plane yeah. one. But you're going to fly back, so there's going to be more. The story never mm. finishes, because we are still living. The never-ending story. I hope that remains true. I'm knocking on wood. Um, <laughs> wood knocks back. Oh, no. Um, okay. I should knock three times on the wood. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> you know. um, anyway, let's wrap it up there. Yeah. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>